Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacarum, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect, which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ole! It is the Jesse Kelly Show! Let's have some fun! On a Friday, a Cinco de Mayo Friday, with Ask Dr. Jesse questions all over the map. It's so much fun today. Uh, George Soros is up to no good. That's not fun. We'll talk about that again. We'll discuss a little Disney talk, a little Joe Biden talk, a little Trump DeSantis talk, but we'll mainly try to focus on all your questions, common criminals, things like that. I, however, need to get something off my chest first, and believe me, it's going to be a fun day. We're going to have a blast. We're going to listen to Mexican music, and we're going to enjoy Cinco de Mayo, and and all those things are going to be good, but I... I have to get something off my chest first, and I might end up raising my voice. My blood pressure may go up a little bit, but I don't think this will happen again the entire show, okay? But we, we have to talk because I got this email, get this email, and maybe a bunch of you are feeling this way. If not, then, then this, what I'm about to say, will be only for this guy, okay? I was talking last night about how Donald Trump is in trouble legally, 
I was talking about how corrupt not just New York is, but D.C. is. And if you followed the January 6th political prisoners, that's where Donald Trump will be tried and indicted and, and how he's going to be trapped in this communist hellhole that wants to throw him away forever. And I just explained all this last night. And then I got this email, and I'm going to try to say so calm. I'm going to try. But anyway, this is the email. It said, Jesse, I think you're misguided and uninformed about Trump. He's not in serious trouble, as you said. This is a political lawfare campaign. What part of that don't you understand? And he signs it, MAGA man. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay calm, but every now and then dad has to raise his voice. So I'll just, I'll say this. Listen, MAGA man, I want you to understand something. I want you to picture this scenario. Okay. Picture this scenario in your head, MAGA man. Okay. You have, Two friends and a girlfriend who you love. You love her more than life, all right? Two friends and a girlfriend, that's what you have. I'm one of your friends, all right? Your other friend has been spending a lot of time alone with your girlfriend. In fact, this morning, your girlfriend asked you to just come pick her up from your other friend's house. Your girlfriend is very clearly cheating on you with your other friend. Why can't you see it? Because you're in love. When you're in love, love blinds you. That's an old saying, obviously, but it is true. When you're in love, love blinds you and you can't see clearly. So since I'm your other friend, it's my job to step in now and try to take those blinders off and tell you the truth. Because you're in love. You have your Trump hat on and your Trump bumper sticker on and you voted for Trump 95 times. You probably have Trump's face as your social media account. And I'm actually not faulting that at all. You are in love. You've got your candidate and you love him. And that's fine. That's good. But I really need you to focus on what I'm about to say. All right. I know it's a lawfare campaign. Stop being an idiot. I said it's a lawfare campaign. That doesn't matter. I get these emails and it makes me crazy. It makes me think we have a bunch of people with an IQ of five on our side. I'm aware it's unjust. I'm aware Trump didn't do anything wrong. I'm aware this is political lawfare. I know all that. Grow up, wake up, and realize the country you're living in. He's going to Washington, D.C. He's already in New York City. Those places are not America. They're the Soviet Union. I know this is all politically motivated, and it's unjust, and it's unfair, and he didn't do anything wrong. I've said that a thousand times. Why do you think that matters? This reminds me of the people when I was telling them not to go to New York City and protest who wrote me in and said, Jesse, are you saying I don't have the First Amendment? No, you don't. Not in New York City, you don't. And you dang sure don't have it in Washington, D.C. So I'm sorry. I had to raise my voice. I cannot withstand this stupidity any longer. MAGA man. I know Trump didn't do anything wrong. I know. We're both there. Trump is in serious legal trouble. I hope he gets out of it. I hope he doesn't go to jail. It's unjust and it's wrong. But this is one of the dumbest things I have ever had emailed into this show before. Don't ever say stupid things like this to me again. I cannot handle this anymore.
All right? Your girlfriend's cheating on you. You can't see it because you're in love. So you need to listen to me. I'm not in love. I don't fall in love with political candidates. All right? He's in serious, serious legal trouble. Wearing a MAGA hat doesn't change that. Donald Trump being former president doesn't change that. Him having good lawyers doesn't change that. There are cities in the United States of America, like New York, like Washington, D.C., where there is no more rule of law. None. There's no constitution. There's no rules. It's completely run top to bottom by communists, communist judges, more importantly, communist juries. In New York City, when Trump goes, he's going to sit in front of 12 angry Democrats. In Washington, D.C., the political lawfare uh, thing, he's going to sit in front of 12 angry Democrats with a communist judge and a communist DA. There are places in the United States of America that are not the United States of America anymore. And this brain-dead, nostalgic way of thinking does not help us. It hurts us. We can't properly strategize when we think like this. You don't have rights in blue America anymore. Those days are gone. That sucks. It is sad. I'm sad about it. You're sad about it. I get it. But you can't see because you're in love. I know it's a political lawfare campaign, okay? She's cheating on you. I'm sorry. It's time to wake up. Good. You good? I tried not to yell. I did the best I I did the best I could not to yell. I just, we, we, look, what, Chris? It's, you have to, every now and then, you got to wake the kids up. All right, every now and then, you've got to wake the kids up. I try to keep things calm around the house. I not I don't yell and scream and lose my temper a bunch. But if I do, they know for sure it's serious. All right, so there, there, we're good to go. Everyone clear? Everyone clear on that? Good. Now let's go have some fun on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Jesse. Case of the Marine veteran being accused of murder is a perfect example of why common sense people should flee the blue states. Instead of being praised for sacrificing his own safety to protect others and himself, he's accused of murdering a career criminal with a violent past, including violence towards elderly women and children. Now this young man who served his country will face years in prison for his heroic, heroic act at the hands of a bunch of communists. This is, of course, referring to the Marine veteran in the New York City subway. And this actually goes, I didn't even do that on purpose, this goes right along with what I was just saying. New York City, man, if you're there, you have to start, if you're there and you can't get out, I'll put it to you this way, if you're there and you can't get out, stuck there, family, job, whatever the case may be, when you're in the city, you have got to conduct yourself as if you are in the communist Soviet Union, and if you so much as spit on the sidewalk, the KGB is going to come chuck you in the back of a van, and you're going to disappear to a hard labor camp for 10 to 20 years. Now, that isn't right. It isn't just. It's political lawfare, but it's still the reality of it. I don't want some violent piece of trash screaming at women and children. I, look, it looked to me like this whole thing, I mean, well, you know what, we don't even have to get into the details of it, but you have to act differently in New York City 
than you do in upstate New York. That's just the bottom line. You have got to conduct yourself differently, live your life differently, because now there is friendly territory and there is enemy territory within the borders of the United States of America. There is. We, and, and we don't like thinking about that. We, that, cause that's horrible, isn't it? It's awful. We don't like thinking about it, but unless we acknowledge reality, how can we possibly learn how to strategize, learn how to move forward in this country. We can't. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about the why on the Bud Light, what really, really doomed them in a deeper way than we've been discussing it before. And women with tattoos, George Soros, unemployment rates, and so much more still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. No more yelling. Just had to get that off my chest. No more yelling. We're all good here. Let's talk about gold, silver. You know why I love them and have always loved them? And you know I'm not a jewelry guy. I don't have uh, necklaces and things like that. It is, it's not the shine. I don't really care about it at all. I am a huge fan of reliability. It's why the weapon I carry is a Glock 19. Are there sexier weapons out there? Fancier stuff? Of course. Glock 19 shoots every single time. I love gold and silver because gold and silver has always had value. The history of mankind is people killing other people for gold and silver because it has so much value. You know it will always have value. So that's why Oxford Gold will get it in your 401k. They'll get it in your IRA. They'll mail it to your home. They will fortify you, your finances, your retirement, making sure you always have value and when you get the gold or silver mailed to your front door, what a freaking cool thing to pass down to your kids. 833-995-GOLD, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. A very merry Cinco de Mayo and a happy... Buenas tardes. ...from the Jesse Kelly Show, from us to you. Make sure you stay safe out there. Go find some place that has mariachi music tonight. You make sure you kamala down some fajitas and eat some queso and have a blast. If it's your thing, have a cerveza, a cerveza, and then go home. It's going to be a great Cinco de Mayo. If you're asking what I'm doing, actually, none of, none of that at all. I don't get to do any of that because you see what happens is <clears throat> you have this life. And it's so much fun, and it's your life, and you kind of do whatever you want. And then kids happen, and then your life is no longer your life. Your life becomes sports practices and things. While you're out enjoying mariachi music, which I would like to be doing, and some burritos and whatnot, I will be picking one child up from strength and conditioning training. I then have to drive directly there with the wife, over to pick another child up from some after-school project he's got. By the time I get home, it'll basically be bedtime tonight. So enjoy, enjoy your Cinco tomorrow. I'm not not jealous or anything. Oracle can't take full credit for this, but I was reading through comments on a thread about Bud Light tripling marketing, giving beer away for free, and someone commented to the effect: 
This shows how big the silent, traditional, average American people majority is compared to the loud, angry mob left. How come people don't see it? I didn't. Also, uh, let's talk about this for a moment. We talk a lot. We've talked endlessly about, about putting your money where your morals are. That's a regular statement we make on the show. Full disclosure, stole that statement from the wife. I now use it routinely on the show. I give her no credit for it. It steams her every time I say it, but I'm not going to stop because now it makes me laugh. Anyway, putting your money where your morals are. This is why we haven't used our dollars to this effect for the longest time. There's a couple different reasons for it. One, we have loved, we have tried to, for, for the longest time, for the longest time, the communist has been in a 100% total war for this nation, total cultural war. He has viewed it as his mission in life to burn every part of this country down. Now, you and I, we have not thought like that forever. We have not. We have wanted to believe that, oh, we have disagreements. Sure, we don't see eye to eye on some things. But no, we can work things out. We'll compromise. Uh, things will be a little better, a little worse. Like we've wanted to imagine that we're in some political debate where we're, we're kind of the same people and really want the same things. We just don't know how to quite get there. And so as part of that, we have looked whenever they've boycotted something or organized themselves against a private company. We've looked down on them as people. Well, that's so unnecessary. You're costing people their jobs or, oh, look at these monsters. And here's what else we convinced ourselves of. We convinced ourselves that them doing it would turn people off and that they would stop doing it eventually. Oh, look how dumb those guys look. They're totally going to stop doing that. Everyone should make fun of them for it. But that didn't happen. What happened was this. There's an old saying, everyone knows it, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. What happened was corporations, they began to hear all that noise they were making. And when they'd turn around and try to listen for noise from us, it was always silence. It was always, oh, do your own thing. Oh, you're fine. No, capitalism, you're, you're on your own. No, you're good. Well, corporations bowed to the only wheel that was squeaking, them. And not only that, the right would, for the longest time, pride itself in that. We don't do boycotts. I can't count how many times I've heard that from politicians and pundits on the right. More times than I can count. Oh, we don't boycott here. Okay, so hold on. This company, they've taken their large amount of influence and money, and they've chosen to use it to crap all over you, your country, and your values and your bragging that you won't hit them back for that. But that has been the difference in the mentalities on the left and the right. They have understood that they are in a war. We always thought we were in just kind of a friendly game of cribbage. And then in the end, we'll shake hands and go have a spot of tea. But that's not true at all. The right has finally woken up to realize if you don't fight this war, you're going to lose this war. There's no sitting out this culture war. 
There's no just taking a mulligan. I hope it'll pass. Oh, look how stupid they look. That's why we talk about having to do things oftentimes that make us uncomfortable. We have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And we have been way behind on that. Now, that's kind of the bad news. The good news is we are getting better. We woke up one day and we looked around and the Oreos were gay and we realized, uh, okay, okay, clearly we have got to engage. Whatever we've been doing hasn't been working. So we are starting to get better at it and starting to dig in. Now, there's good news about this whole thing, more good news, and I did not realize I was up against the brakes. You're going to have to wait a second for me to get to it. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. On air and online at jessekellyshow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Cinco de Mayo. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Back to this uh, putting your money where your morals are. It kind of started with the Bud Light thing. There's there's good news, too. All right, we've been lax. We've been weak. We've been proud of not boycotting things, and now we're waking up. But there's there's more, and you're really seeing this with the Bud Light thing. You're seeing how many of us there are. This is why I've tried to tell you, even though we're very frank about the state of the country and things, this is why I've tried to explain to people who are really, really disheartened why it's not as bad as you think. I'll get emails from places like New York City, because obviously the show is big in New York City. God bless the great W-O-R. I love you. But New York City is very, very blue and go, getting bluer as, as the people who are red are leaving. And people will email in some of these emails that kind of sound hopeless. What does it matter? There's nothing worth fighting for. Everything sucks. And I've tried to explain, okay, in certain areas that are lost, yes, that's the case. But that's not the whole of America. There are tens of millions of people who think like you think, who want what you want. It's a uh, picture this. I want you to picture this. All right. I want you to picture there's this gigantic window sitting in front of you. You're standing in front of this gigantic window. Okay. All right. So there's a huge window and in front of you is a bunch of cows, dairy cows, right? So the black and white dairy cows, you know what I mean? Black and white splotches. So there's all kinds of black and white dairy cows sitting in front of the window, right? If you're in a blue area, here's what you experience. You experience the, uh, put, take a little toilet paper roll and close one eye and look through it at just the black. You your only perspective is black, and you look through that window and you think everything is black. I'm looking through the window and all I see is black. But that's because your vision has been obscured by where you live, work, and worship. All of our media is communist. All of our entertainment is communist. Our government is freaking communist. And if you're in New York City, your government is, your local government is communist. Your DA is communist. Your mayor's communist. Your governor's communist. 85% of your neighbors are communist. So you only have that toilet paper roll and you're looking through the window and you think everything is black. But that's because you don't have the ability to see everything because you're stuck in a place like that. I, this is part of the reason I moved to Red America from D.C. I lived in D.C. for a year and couldn't take it anymore. And I moved and 
Life has been amazingly better since I discovered there are all kinds of people who share my values. Tons of them. I'm surrounded by them. I'm going to come home today. After all the endless child practices, I'm going to come home from today. I guarantee in my neighborhood, the streets will be full. I'll have to go five miles an hour through my neighborhood to get to my house. There will be people out in the streets. There will be people throwing the football around. Going to be some guys having beers over here. Hey, Jesse, you want to come and get in? We're doing a cornhole tournament over here. There's going to be a a big cookout. I'm going to run into people who I go to church with on Sunday. I'm going to talk about family and the country and faith. And I will be immersed, immersed in people who share my values. If you're in a very blue area, you don't realize how many people there are out there who think like you think and want what you want. And it's funny. I was talking about this a little bit earlier in the week. This is part of what has doomed Bud Light. It's part of what doomed them. It's what's doomed a lot of these companies out there is they have that same toilet paper role, only it's through the people they hire. These companies will set up in blue enclaves, but even if they didn't, what they'll do is they'll bring in people. They'll staff their company full of people who went to Yale and Stanford and Harvard and NYU and all these major communist universities, and they think they're bringing in the best talent because those are the best universities, right? But really, you're filling up your company with communists. And so when you're Bud Light, you're the VP of marketing. That woman was the VP of marketing for Bud Light. Do you have any idea what that probably pays? And I have no earthly idea whatsoever, but I bet you it's in the millions. Vice president of marketing for Bud Light, that's major. So you brought in this person and you think you're bringing in this unique talent, but all you brought in was a committed communist who just torpedoed your company, just destroyed it. Because her view was right through that toilet paper roll. And your view was right through that toilet paper roll. They don't see all of America. The best thing major corporations can do right now would be to break themselves up. I mean, physically break themselves up and relocate a bunch of little mini offices all over America. Red America and blue America. Sure, have some offices in the city. Brother, you've got to get to the burbs. Then you've got to get super rural. Get Get out in Wyoming somewhere. But they don't have any perspective from anywhere outside of major blue. And so everything looks black. There are so many people who think like you think and want what you want. And you see that now with the Bud Light thing. Now, what really doomed Bud Light, too, there's another thing about it. And this is this is becoming permanent. Now, don't get me wrong. They're going to end up being fine because of all the left-wing communist money that will bail them out. But they're, they are going to permanently have less market share than they had before. Why? Well, have you ever heard of the Babylon Bee? Babylon B is a it's a satire website. So they put satire headlines up. So what I'm about to read you is satire, but great satire always has some truth in it. And I thought it was a really great concept. What good point what they're doing. They kind of made my point in a different way. The headline is Bros Drinking Cosmos Laugh at Friend Ordering Bud Light. And here's here's why that's a great point in a different way than probably what they mean. At this point in time, now, it's part of the language. Bud Light being the rainbow mob, it's now just what boys who aren't even really political, they talk about it. That is devastating for Bud Light. 
If you go out tonight and you're having a, a margarita at a Mexican restaurant and you're out with one of your boys and he orders a Bud Light, you would 1,000% say something. Now, you may not yell at him because it's your boy, but you'd give him crap about it. Hey, nice drink. Does that come in pink? Hey, immediately. And so now, listen, mockery, especially you're a woman-type mockery or you're weak-type mockery with men, is extremely effective. And that's the problem Bud Light's going to have. I've told you before about how I was an extremely average Marine, right? It's just a very average Marine. But I didn't fall out of humps, the long forced marches. Why didn't I fall out of humps? I'm not some Greek god. Forced marches are brutal. Humps are brutal. Why didn't I fall out of humps? It wasn't because I didn't want to. I wanted to lay down and die virtually every step on those god-awful, miserable humps. Why didn't I do it? I was scared to death of my boys telling me I was a sissy. That's why I did. I, I, look, I'm just being honest with you. That's why I didn't. I would rather die than look like a sissy in front of my friends. That is what's happening to Bud Light. And there's probably nothing they can do to avoid that now because now that has become part of the culture. Babylon B used cosmopolitans, but that's actually a great example. Fellas, you ever ordered a cosmopolitan? Chris hasn't. Michael hasn't. I haven't. Now, why haven't I ever ordered a cosmopolitan? I don't even know what they taste like. It might be delicious. It might be wonderful. But it would never occur to me to order a cosmopolitan because everyone, my wife included, would mock me relentlessly if I ordered a cosmopolitan. So because of societal mockery, I will probably never taste one. I don't even know what they taste like. And they might be fine. It might be my favorite drink. I would never know because I'll never order it now. That's what Bud Light is now facing. Now, you're the LGBTQ beer. And there's probably nothing that can turn that around now. Devastating, right? Remember, every company, every manager, every business owner listening to the sound of my voice, always remember, you are one communist hire away from bringing a malignant brain tumor into your company and ruining everything you've worked for. All right? All right. Now, Let's get to women and tattoos. But first, let's get to jobs, jobs report, employment, and things like that. Before we get to that, let's get to babies and saving them. Because we do have a mission. We will have this mission all year long. The goal has been to save thousands of babies this year with the Jesse Kelly Show. That has been the goal. That was the stated goal at the beginning. I am very, very proud of you we are well on our way to saving thousands of babies. When you buy preborn that ultrasound that they give away to a woman, you are saving a life. The vast majority of the time, that woman chooses life. That's what we do on this show. It might be the most important thing we do on this show, and I freaking love it. I love preborn, man. I love feeling like it. There's a good purpose and a good cause and doing something good. No matter, no matter what else bad we do on the show in a day, we've done one good thing. 28 bucks. Go to preborn.com slash Jesse and give 28 bucks now. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Chris, we were having way too much fun. Michael, tone it down in there. Tone it down. No margaritas for you guys tonight? Are we, what? Oh, next year we are. We're getting a margarita machine. No way. Oh, that's sweet. We should know. I don't do 
I don't do live radio shows from remote locations, but how much fun would it be if we had a big blowout Cinco de Mayo party somewhere down in Houston after the show? We could do that. We're surrounded by Mexican restaurants. I went to one last night. It's like two minutes from the studio. Oh, it would be sweet. It would end up it end up being big though. It would end up being really big. It'd be fun. <laughs> All right, shut up, everyone. Jesse, do you think the jobs report is accurate? Hold on, pause. No, it's never accurate. It's always a lie. The jobs report is a lie. The inflation numbers are a lie. The the government, the system itself has set up something for the longest time. Remember, the system, corrupt systems, late stage republics, they really only have one mission. Protect the system. The system's job is to protect the system at all times. Well, that can get difficult because the system fails all the time. Because that's their only job, they don't focus on doing their job, and so they suck at their job, and they fail all the time. They're always failing us. They're always spending too much, printing too much money, screwing everything up, causing job loss, messing up supply chains, locking us down for COVID, pushing poisonous jabs on us, everything. The system is lying to us at all times to cover up for the failure of the system at all times. You know those inflation numbers they put out are lies too, right? You realize that? Complete lies. It's hilarious if you look at somebody, a lot of people will break this down. It's funny when they do so. They'll, inflation numbers will come out and they'll say inflation is, let's call it 8%. Inflation's 8%. 8% inflation. Oh no. And then someone will go down the list of all the bare necessities. Hold on, but eggs are up 11 and fuel's up 15 and rent is up 19 and all the numbers will be double digits and then they'll get down to the bottom and they'll say inflation's at 8%. Hold on. Wait a minute. These numbers don't seem like they're adding up to me. That's because they're not adding up. They're lying. They learned a long time ago to lie about the unemployment numbers. How'd they do that? One of the great ways they do that? Well, they don't count people who stopped looking for work. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Unemployment numbers only count people who are looking for work. They don't count the people who've given up, who've stopped. And sadly, that's a lot of people now. But that's, of course, they lie about that stuff all the time. That's all these people do is lie. They're not out there trying to actually accomplish anything. Look, you think these people are capable of accomplishing we something? We see it here again today. In companies like, I hope I pronounced it right, uh, uh, Ame Power. Is it Ame? <laughs> I believe that's right, yeah. Ame Power, Florida Small Business Winner <laughs> Award winner, or uh, Business <laughs> Week winner. You won. <laughs> I want to be clear about something. And I know you already know this. Teleprompters. Now, I don't have a teleprompter for radio. I don't have one for TV. Uh, you know, I do a TV show every night on the first TV at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I don't have a teleprompter. I, they offered me one. I, I just prefer to do it live. I think it comes off better when I just do it off the top of my head. But I have used a teleprompter once. Once that I know of, maybe twice. Once or twice. I've used the teleprompter when I was given a speech somewhere. It was, it was, it's long story short. It was at CPAC. They had a script that I had written. They wanted, anyway, anyway, but I've written them and I just want to be clear about how teleprompters work, how easy they work. They're right there in front of you. The audience can't see it. You can, and it's not hard to see it. It's big letters and it doesn't just move up and down on its own. 
there's someone who controls the teleprompter who is guiding it along for you as you read at your pace. So what you're actually hearing whenever Joe Biden screws these things up is not somebody who can't speak. That's a given. You're hearing somebody who can't even read. He can't even read. That's the president of the United States of America. Dear O Wise One, what's your opinion of women with tattoos? I have a couple. She says on my wrist, foot, ankle, and back. All are pretty small. I've been thinking about getting them removed because I'm starting to feel like it's not wife slash motherly to have them. I'm not married nor have children yet, but I feel like the type of man I would want to marry wouldn't want a woman with them. What say you? I'll push back on that a little bit in this way. I know a ton of couples who have tattoos that are wonderful couples and wonderful parents. I I don't think tattoos are some freaking mark of shame. I personally think they can be really hot. Uh within within limits, I would rather it didn't look like you were pushed into a gigantic vat of pens without any cap on them, but a, a couple tattoos here and there can be hot and let you know, hey man, this chick's kind of wild. She might be fun. I, I don't. I don't. What was that? That not the right way to put that, Chris. I didn't look. Everyone understands what I'm saying. I don't think it's bad. And I, I'll tell you one thing. I guess you can only. I can only speak for myself. Uh, I'm obviously not a single man. But if I was, and I was looking to land some dime so I could uh, marry her and then make a bunch of babies with her, a couple tattoos wouldn't bother me. Chris, would they bother you? Michael, would they bother you? You can be honest. Chris's, Chris's wife has tattoos. Michael, would they bother you? Oh, no, Michael. I do want to know your opinion. What is it? What is it? Oh, he's too scared. <laughs> okay, I give you my word. I'm going to get Michael's opinion during the break. And we're going to hear what producer Michael has to say about tattoos. And this is good. Now I'm intrigued. Now I have to know. Now I have to know. You have to know. Now the entire nation is about to find out what Michael's preference is for tattoos. And it's, gosh, I'm curious. What if he wants like full body tattoo? He wants them on her face or something like that. This guy's crazy. Hang on, let's find out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect, which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. 
From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.